Hi, I'm Kat, grassroots marketer turned brand builder. And I'm Candice, educator turned entrepreneur. And you're listening to Not Nice, Clever. Your weekly dose of not so nice, but oh so clever advice and actionable strategies to grow your mind, brand, and bank account beyond your wildest dreams. Free of charge. You're welcome. So grab your notebook and let's get to it. In today's episode of Not Nice Clever, we are schooling all the clever girls and boys on how to vacation like a boss. And we're recording this sneak peek for you guys right before I actually leave for Japan for a few weeks and ahead of Candace's three-week trip to Italy pretty much as soon as I get back. So I feel like, Candace, we are embodying what we are putting out there, vacationing like bosses. What do you think? Absolutely. So we're dropping this episode in the height of summertime. And actually, as you're listening to this, I am likely soaking up the sun on a beach in Sicily. It's probably what's happening right now. We love that. The whole point is that your business can operate and people can enjoy learning from you and your brand and you don't have to work 24-7 to be successful. Are you sure about that, Candice? If I stop working, I feel like it's going to burn down. It's not all going to burn down if you have actually built a brand that people can know, like, and trust and people see you as valuable, Mm -hmm. valuable enough to wait till you get back from vacation. Ooh, worth the wait. Worth the wait. That is the whole thing. That's the vibe. If you feel like you are operating with desperate energy of like everyone has to work with you, that is not the case. And if you are putting out there that you are valuable, people understand that you're not going to answer the next second after they call, right? Like that, I'm letting that go. Mm -hmm. That's done. Uh, It's also a full moon tomorrow, y'all, when we're recording this. So (laughs) if you are listening to this post full moon, just let that shit go. Anyway. All right. Main tips of how to vacation like a boss. Number one, be very strategic. Clever girls are strategic. They're not reactive. They're proactive. They are bosses. They have built businesses. They haven't just built themselves another job that doesn't operate when they're not there. That's not a business. Yeah. Right? And so what I really love to do is show how we're walking the walk of the talk we talk. So Candice, I have a big trip going to Japan. You have a massive trip to Italy. And yet while I'm on the other side of the world and then you're on the other other side of the world, episodes are still going to be rolling out on a weekly basis, right? Yep. Oh, two times a week, just Mm -hmm. to be clear. Yep. There we go. Yes. Episodes are rolling out. And that's because we don't do everything ourselves. We have leveraged people to help us to stay consistent, even if I happen happen to be on the beach sipping an, what are they called? Aperol spritz, I think. That's Aperol, the yeah, the bright they, orange with mm-hmm, like pinky yep, popping. That, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. I love it. So that's what's happening and episodes will still be dropping and my clients will still be taken care of because we have leveraged people on our teams. Absolutely. And so, you know, we're talking about this trip to Japan. I booked these tickets actually back in January. And then Candace and I had one of our weekly like planning sessions. We've got planning sessions and recording sessions. And one of the planning sessions, we're like, okay, 
we need to figure out what the recording schedule looks like to accommodate for my Japan trip. And then when we were just getting ahead for Japan, Candace is like, <laughs> so we also, Dom is like talking to me tonight. We're, we're going to be just planning a honeymoon in Italy. I'm not sure when. It's going to be yeah. for a while. So like, let's also plan for that. I was like, oh, shit. All right. And then Dom was like, we're going to be gone for three weeks. I was like, wait, what? He can't even be gone from work for three days normally. And he's like, we're going to be gone for three weeks. I'm like, okay, sure. Mm -hmm. Let's do it. So it was a little bit overwhelming when I first heard that. And then I knew you were going to be gone right before that. Mm -hmm. So we're really like not going to be together for like five weeks, which is the longest that we've gone without like recording for sure. Yeah, truly. And so that's seemed overwhelming, but you and I just sat down and we worked it out in our calendars. And actually it feels really good because now we're so ahead. We are. It forced us to really look at that. Yeah. It's a good feeling. And I've been thinking about just anchoring that feeling of feeling ahead because I'm sure I can imagine what my inbox is going to look like when I come back, but I'm not Mm -hmm. even kind of ruffled by it because when you are strategic and you do look ahead, This brings us to the next point that we really want to share. And for every solopreneur listening to this episode, especially real estate agents, because Candace and I work with a lot of folks who work in real estate, the number two point that we want to share with you about how to be able to vacation like a boss is to be proactive in your communication with your team, with your clients, with your audience. So Candace, I know you've seen this syndrome among agents. Like, What do we normally see? What do they normally do? Agents always want to hide the fact that they're on vacation because they feel like people aren't going to want to work with them. And the thing about it is if if people trust your expertise and they trust your knowledge about the market and you have systems in place to still care for your clients while you're gone, mm-hmm. we are trusted agents with your trusted partners and you put them in good hands, there's no reason why you can't you know, take a vacation and still serve your clients well if you have that proactive communication. Mm -hmm. So I think that trying to hide that you're on vacation is just like making a lot of stress in your mind, body, and spirit for no freaking reason. When instead you could say, hey, I'm super excited to take on this listing. This is what the timeline looks like for these for this one week, two weeks, whatever period, I will be gone. But then Mary is going to be the point person and she knows everything about XYZ and we've been in communication and I'm bringing her on even earlier so that it's a really smooth operation while I'm gone. Like be the boss of the situation. Absolutely. Yes. Look, guys, this is the first vacation that I have taken that is a significant amount of time off. Like when I was reaching out to leadership and I was reaching out to my clients and they're like, you're taking, they're like, and when are you coming back? I'm like, if I'm coming back, Mm -hmm. no, I'm coming back. But (laughs) this is a significant amount of time. So I started planting the seeds on my client sessions, on my live calls, like my weekly or biweekly or monthly calls, whatever the cadence is in late March, early April, I started saying, oh, and by the way, I've got a trip coming up next month. I'm going to be out of office for a few weeks, but don't worry. We've got plenty of time to execute on XYZ. And also I'm going to give you a lot of action items that will keep you busy while I'm out. And I said that on every single session for every single client to the point where I had like some of my last sessions before I go out of office this week, like when we're recording this, that they're like, they're like, you know, you really don't have to 
you know, like if you don't have time to send that to me, just find somebody else. Like, I don't want, are you done packing? Like, have you started packing? Like also did your itinerary, like they're becoming like my hype men for the trip. This is about relationships and that's the thing. Like it's about building relationships. It's about people being able to be happy for you, cheer alongside you, know what's going on. Mm -hmm. And really what you're doing is reducing friction because there is no friction. They have been well prepared. They know that this is going to happen instead of what some people like to do, hide the fact that they are gone. Mm -hmm. And then when a ball gets dropped because they get that email and they thought they were going to be able to respond to it while they were sitting on the beach, but then they don't have any internet service and all of this stuff is happening. That's when the clients don't feel good because Mm -hmm. they don't know what's going on. They think you're ghosting them instead of being proactive and saying, hey, I'm going to be out of office. Such and such person is going to be your point person if there's an emergency. Other than that, if there's no emergencies, then we should be good. I'll see you when I get back. Like you are top of mind. I'm going to message you on this date as soon as I'm back in office. Mm -hmm. Being clear about that makes people feel good. Everyone just wants to feel secure, right? So communicate. It's honestly, and I know this episode is about like how to vacation like a boss, but this applies to legitimately like every conversation. It is often not what you are saying that's the problem. It's the delivery and it's the how you're saying it. You know, you could Mm -hmm. deliver some really tough feedback or constructive criticism or whatever it may be, but as long as you're delivering it through the lens of love and proactively and with empathy in mind, like it can be so much more well-received than if you just say it kind of like a jerk, you know? Yeah. Or you don't say it because you're trying to hide it. Oof. Which honestly, right? can you imagine what if your partner, what if Dom tried to like hide the fact that he was like going on vacation from like, oh, I don't even yeah, want to. Just, no. No. Yeah, <laughs> just, just no. no. <laughs> just like, no. Just no. It doesn't make no, sense. Because it doesn't make sense at all. It's like treating your working relationship should be how you approach any of your relationships, mm-hmm. you know? There we go. Open communication, transparency, those kinds of things, they matter. Mm-hmm. And then if you're like listening to this and you're like, okay, Kat, okay, Candace, I get it. Clear communication, proactivity, but is my business really going to be okay? Like, is it still going to go well? Is it still going to be running? Are people still going to be talking about me? I don't know about you, Candace, but when I did a Q1 audit of all of my content, my travel content blew all of my other content out of the water. People loved it when I was traveling. They engaged, they asked questions, they asked for recommendations. Like you're missing out on all of that when you hide that you're going on vacation. Yeah. I mean, we talk about this all the time, but people just want to see you as a human being. They want Mm -hmm. to have that window into your life like you are the reality TV star that they're watching. And they have these little small snippets about you that they know because they are watching your stories every day. It makes people feel good. Mm -hmm. And that's so important. And if you're not sharing things that you're doing, then you're missing out on opportunities to just be a relatable human or for someone to say, oh my gosh, I went there last year and they have the cutest little restaurant just on this corner. You should definitely check it out and order the XYZ, right? Like people want to be able to help you. People want to be a resource. They want to feel like they have been in a similar situation. Mm-hmm. And so that is something that you can actually do while you're on vacation. And I'm not saying that you have to be on your phone all vacation either. You get to choose. Do you want to share your vacation? Do you want to not share your vacation while you're there and share it after when you get back? Like Mm -hmm. those are all choices and boundaries that you get to decide on. But obviously I'll be 
I will be creating content while I'm away. Avi. For fun. Yes. Because yeah. you enjoy <laughs> it. And also, yeah. this is the other thing that I think people don't understand because of how consistent and intentional you and I are about grabbing three seconds here, five seconds there, a couple minutes there. It doesn't detract from our ability to be present with our loved mm-hmm. ones. Like I think I've said this on on the podcast before, but like we'll post to Instagram an average of once every six months. And I'm, <laughs> I literally make most of my living through social media platforms. So being present is a big thing for him when we're on vacation. But we've come to an understanding, like I'll take some moments to capture, then the phone goes away. And I do, I do what you had recommended um, as a second point. I share it after the fact. I don't share it throughout mm-hmm. the day in the moment. I want to soak right. that up. But yeah. Yeah. When it's like 3 p.m. and you know it's the time that you had lunch and you go back to the hotel and then you lay in bed for like an hour before dinner. Yep. Like that time. Okay. That that time. <laughs> that is when I will go ahead and add my captions mm-hmm. or do my thing and like we don't talk to each other, right? Mm-hmm. Like Yeah. You're just, just kind that, of like recharging. That little downtime. Yes. Recharge, Ooh. downtime. There you go. And uh-huh. then that's when I do it, right? Yeah. And that that's what works for me, but I'm not just like on my phone the whole vacation. Definitely not. Yeah. So proactive communication, know your boundaries. Also never apologize for your boundaries ever in the history of time. Right. Truly those little energy leakages, like when you compromise those boundaries, like what's the point of even taking a vacation if you're going to do that while you're on vacation? Seriously. Also don't forget to do your airport fit check because Mm. People love an airport fit check. I can't tell you enough. Including me. I'm already thinking. (laughs) Okay, here. Let me tell you the power of branding, y'all. And this is inspired by Candice. So I was looking up. I used ChatGPT to build my packing list for two and a half weeks in Japan. Yes. I haven't shared it on Instagram yet today, but I will. But the, the folks are going to hear it on the episode anyway. And so the one of the recommendations of the packing list that ChatGPT gave me was wear all of your heaviest, bulkiest clothes first so that you don't have to lug yes. it. And also it gives you layers to just kind of buffer you from like all of the, the lovely things that you come into contact with when you're flying. On a plane, yeah. Right? And so I was like, okay, I'm going to have like my cute pullover hoodie. I'm going to have my black leather jacket. Obviously, I'll take that off when I get there my boots. And I'm just like, oh, this fit check is going to be on point. On point. So there's this one time that I was traveling and I went from Birmingham, Alabama, which it's a place that normally doesn't snow, but it just so happens that I was there on the one time that it snowed and it was not a city that was prepared for the snow. Wait, it snowed in Alabama? It snowed in, in Birmingham, Alabama. It might be the apocalypse, um, One guys. year. I can't remember just what year saying. that was, but... <laughs> Um, literally everything shut down in the city because like it is not built for snow. Yeah. Anyhow, so I had what, you know, very warm clothing from there, but I was flying from there to Miami, which obviously it was 80 degrees and sunny in Miami. And so anyhow, I was on multiple airlines. And when I was in Miami, I got to the Miami airport and I, you know, went to put my luggage there and they're like, oh, well, this airline, probably like Spirit or something, um, we only take 40 pounds, not 50 pounds like everyone else, right? And I was a teacher at this time and I was like broke, obviously. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, I cannot pay $100 for luggage. Are you kidding me? (gasps) So here I am. And Dom would have died if we were married at this moment because this would have been like the most embarrassing thing for him. (gasps) But whatever. So I opened up my luggage. Oh my God, you didn't. Yes, I did. Oh my God. And I put – 
all the layers of clothes on Kat in the Miami airport flying back to Vegas. I put everything. I put the boots on. I put the pants on. I put sweaters, the coat, all of it. And I zipped that thing up and put it right back on. I was like, oh, 40 pounds. There you go. Well, And I had to walk through airport security <laughs> after that. So that was So fun. then you had to take all of that shit off. You used all an extra off. bin. Yeah. I pissed everyone off behind me. But I saved the money that I didn't have anyways. Exactly. <laughs> And then got on the plane, took all that shit off and put it in the overhead bin. There you go. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. How did I not hear that story Maybe yet? How? Yeah, it's a good one. Oh, yeah. Well, now that I'm with Will, I'm not allowed – talk about being embarrassed. I'm not allowed to check a bag ever. He's making an exception. Oh, interesting. For Japan. Okay. Yeah, that fire starter. No, the moment the, moment the doors open off of the plane, he's like, Speedy Gonzalez. You miss him if you play. Oh, my play. gosh. He doesn't want to wait for a checked bag. (laughs) Oh, yep. I get it. My One of my biggest pet peeves though, we're getting off topic, but whatever, it's our podcast. It is. Um, (laughs) One of my biggest pet peeves is those people who are on the back of the plane who think that it's okay for them (gasps) to like not let people out row by row. Yes. Like they're like pushing through like, nah, bitch, this is not how this works. Airport etiquette, please. Airport etiquette and the price of your seat determines the location on the plane. I'm sorry. That is economics 101. (laughs) 101. I always sit in the exit row, by the way, like by the window because I just like curl up. Really? Yeah. I never want to be woken up. So I'm an aisle girl. You're an aisle girl. Yeah. I just, I don't like being woken up. I like waking other people up. I have no shame there. Which, by the way, that's what I was going to say. I love the no shame of like, you probably didn't even break eye contact with the, with the airport person, right? Exactly. Watch this. Watch me get dressed. Exactly. Clever girl in the making. You don't know. It was also know. like 80 degrees in that airport and I was just like sweating. Anyhow. Okay. Right. Getting back to yeah. being how to vacation like a boss. What, what we just said was not how to vacation like a boss. That's the past <laughs> version of ourselves. Let's yep. let's rewind or fast forward back to 2023. Fast forward. Okay. So essentially be proactive in your communication. Transparency is key. Um, mm-hmm. And then making sure that there is a point person. Like there is someone who's going to answer at least setting up your inbox so that they get that reply that says, hey, out of office till this day, I will get back to you at this time. That just makes people feel good when they know what to expect. Mm-hmm. And then understand that taking a vacation is entrepreneurial self-care. And if you don't take a vacation, you are setting yourself up for burnout. Mm. Burnout is not sexy. Burnout is the opposite of success, the opposite of engagement, the opposite of cash in your business and having fun and fulfilling your joy and purpose. Time away to recharge is a non-negotiable. It's almost as much of a non-negotiable as your budget for technology as your budget for marketing. It's it's a non-negotiable line item in your business, right? It really is. And like you, going back to asking yourself, why did I start this business in the first place? It's not likely because you wanted to just work all day and night every single day of your life, right? It's probably because you were seeking the opportunity to have a little bit more freedom and flexibility. And if you don't let yourself experience that, you're really missing out on the whole reason you did this. That's a good level set. So if you feel any guilt, any shame, any weirdness about taking time off, deal with those internal triggers and then just pull the fuses because there is no place for that in your beautiful vision of entrepreneurship you have for yourself. And real estate agents know this too. Specifically, I hear it 
all the time from agents. The minute you go on vacation, like is the minute you start getting people wanting to work with you, which is not a bad thing. Like that's a great thing. I think it's, I think it's vibes. It really is. Like it is. It's like people, people love what they can't have. More magnetic energy. Yes. It's like, it's that swipe right energy, not swipe left energy. There you go. Yes. (sighs) All right. What else for vacationing like a boss? So what I really love about vacationing is that it takes you out of your normal environment. It takes you out of your routine, which yes, can be a little unstable and a little bit chaotic, but what it really does is allow you to expand your perspective and expand your vision. And it spurs creativity by exposing yourself to new cultures and ideas and places. Like I've had some incredible downloads come into my mind for my business when I am like on the tarmac waiting to take off or and I am like dining at a restaurant that I've never been to in a city where I'm a stranger in. Like it's, again, going back to the idea of entrepreneurial self-care, I almost think this is like entrepreneurial, like creative development. Totally. Like it gives you, being in a new place gives you a new perspective or just new ideas and you're feeling like fresh and those Mm -hmm. good things come from that. So think about it as definitely an investment into you, your own development and your business as well. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like to like, think of it as, you know, we say this a lot as the entrepreneur, the greatest asset in your business is you. Mm -hmm. And if you are not constantly, not constantly, but if you are not continually investing in yourself and learning and upskilling and developing your talents and developing your abilities, you're actually doing a disservice to your clients who pay you a premium to bring them the best of the best, right? Totally. The next one is important. We touched on it a little bit, but it's define and honor your technology boundaries. Like what are you planning on doing while you're away with phone, text, email, DMs, and whatever you define ahead of time, you got to treat that like a non-negotiable. So Mm -hmm. I know that I will be connected as far as I will be in my stories. I will be, you know, talking to my online friends, but I'm not going to be conducting actual business right? Mm -hmm. If someone DMs me, I might shoot them a link that says schedule time with me, but I'm not having back and forth conversations with someone. And I know Mm -hmm. that already. And I know when I am going to be posting and when I'm not, because I will be posting at that three o'clock hour that we're just relaxing, chilling in bed, hanging out, right? Afternoon siesta time. And when it's not distracting from me and my relationship whether it's your friends or family or whoever you're vacationing with, um, just making sure you have those commitments and you communicate them so that it's not weird that you are on the phone or not on the phone, whatever, whatever it is, just making sure you're communicating that. Yeah. The boundaries aren't the problem. How, how you communicate them can cause the problem or it can be the solution to everything. Totally. Ooh, this last one. Candace and I both just smiled at each other, guys. Yeah. Is this is this our favorite tip for how to vacation like a boss? This is our favorite tip. Yeah, for sure. Okay, here it is, guys. Splurge as an essential. Mm -hmm. Period. End of story. Soak it up. You have to do it. And I'm not saying to like go crazy outside of your means. Like that's not what I'm talking about at all. But doing a thing. 
that feels like a splurge while you're on vacation kind of unlocks that new level for you. Like this is the new normal for me. I eat at restaurants that cost this much or I fly first class. That is normal for me. That is not strange, right? Like just doing that thing that feels extra, that feels bougie. Like I want Mm -hmm. you to have that experience because it does get you to that next mindset. Mm -hmm. And it's really, really important to let yourself go there. Feel it. Mm -hmm. Feel what it feels like. Yeah. Feel it. Anchor it. Like we were talking about how, look at travel as like expanding your perspective, expanding your vision. This is like you rising to the level of the vision of future you, Mm -hmm. you know, moving you slowly, slowly, slowly more and more closer to her, which we love for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Totally love that for you. So actually, I want to know, what are you doing to splurge on your vacation? DM us at Not Nice Clever. We want to know what is that one thing that you did or multiple things, whatever it is that feels comfortable for you. Mm-hmm. That kind of felt like next level for you. Can I share what my splurge is going to be when I go to Japan? Oh, please. Yeah. So, okay. So for those of you guys who don't know yet, I um, I haven't heard on like prior episodes. I am part Japanese. So my mom was born in Tokyo, my grandmother in Hokkaido, and I'm visiting both places when I go. When I was little, our distant cousins in Tokyo sent me a kimono, a traditional red, of course it was red, kimono when I was like Mm -hmm. three or four years old. And there's this photo of me wearing it. Like my mom did it all. I remember it being really uncomfortable, oddly enough, (laughs) but I still did it and I posed and there's a picture. And I don't know where that kimono is now. We like... We Mm -hmm. lost it. And so I am, I know. So I am planning to go and have one made when I visit Kyoto. Yes. Yes. I love that. Yes. Yes. They'll have that memory Mm -hmm. and that sounds so amazing. I love that for you. Not a must have. It's a, it's a want to have, like just for me to feel Mm -hmm. that like luxury of like, it's like a custom tailored suit, but my version of it. Love it. Can't wait to see it. Mm -hmm. I know. So key takeaways for today are book the damn vacation. Mm -hmm. Don't apologize for it. Do you, boo? Mm -hmm. Make that splurge. We want to know what it is. Share it with us. Mm -hmm. And thank you for joining us in today's episode about how to vacation like a boss. We hope you have an amazing summer. And if you haven't, you can make sure you review and rate Not Nice Clever five stars and drop us a DM if you have any AK picks that you want to share with us. We'd love to see them. Thanks for joining us on Not Nice Clever. Remember to follow our podcast wherever you listen to audio and head to www.notniceclever.com to connect for more. Drop a question, we'll shoot you an answer. We're not gatekeepers here. Signing off, you're not so nice, but also clever besties that mean business. See you next week.